Democratic Republic of Sports. The Sportsocracy with ESPN Asheville hosts Tank Spencer and Jeremy Green. Welcome into the Sportsocracy, Tank Spencer and Jeremy Green with you once again live for the Wicked Weed Studios here in Woodfin, North Carolina. Wickedweedbrewing.com. Drink different. Uh, Jeremy, oh, there's so many things going through my mind on it. You know, it's a game day in the NFL. You've got Thursday night football in a game that I actually think is going to be pretty good tonight. Uh, we've Your got, definition of good and mine are very different. Well, I mean, just because these two teams don't have a future uh, going forward in the NFL with the uh, you know the playoff picture and all of that, that doesn't mean this is going to be a good game. There's going to be a ton of points. We're going to yeah. see a lot of points scored yeah. and very little defense. Is that not what you're in it for? Not really. Come I, I, I want to see good teams play. What you, uh, and and we're not going to have that tonight. No, 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 no. See, this has always been my theory. I want to see, I want to see the good teams play, obviously. But when the bad teams get together, it's it's good. Look, I watched an I watched an hour and a half of bad television last night at your behest. I'm tired of watching bad things on television. A Christmas Story bad. is the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. You're so. I genuinely about think I, I I had to share the Billy Madison line of. Nothing close to comprehensive thought. We're all dumber for having heard it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Nope. Just that was my takeaway from a Christmas story. <laughs> no, just because you identified more with the bully in the story than you did with the actual. No, kid in I the identified story. more with Billy Bob Thornton and Bad Santa. That's what I. That's, <laughs> what, that's who I identified with. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Christmas movies, not Jeremy's. Uh, not, not Jeremy's hey, Christmas Vacation was great. Home Alone was fine. Bad Sample was wonderful. There was another one. Oh, Die Hard. Die Hard was great. Yeah. And it is a Christmas movie. I have been swayed. Shocker of shockers. Uh, he likes the uh, lewd adult Christmas movies. Yeah, you know why? Because I'm not a child. That, that's that's why well, we all know this. We all we all know that from watching you over the years, you've you're you're damaged inside. I'm not damaged. And we know that you don't have a child inside of you. Uh, no, I don't uh, <laughs> at all. I wasn't a child when I was a child, let alone <laughs> right. as a grown ass man. It's kind of the point. It's kind of the point. Uh, so the uh, you know the the whimsy of Christmas just doesn't embrace you. Whimsy. <laughs> that's right. You got to have a little bit of a, a little bit of a softer side. Or that's why I love Christmas so much because you, you know this is the time of the year where you can reconnect with with your inner child. Uh, I'm I'm good. <laughs> he just sees no 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 merit in that. Just like there's no merit in two teams who can sling the ball down the field getting together on a Thursday night late in the NFL when there's nothing else to watch on television. He's still gonna go. No, I want it. Uh, no, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it with very low expectations. Because the Raiders are bad, and I am I have a feeling you're going to be shocked by something I say when we preview that game later today. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. We also have uh, more of the BCS talk in uh, college football. 
We've got one of the uh, shocker of shockers, commissioners of the group of five schools, saying, it's not fair. The deck is stacked against us. You're, the fact that you constantly just, you're just fine with it. God, it is so easy to figure out how you voted for Joe Biden. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. We're getting screwed. It doesn't matter. It's fine. It's fine. Just let it happen. Civil liberties. It's all the way. <coughs> what are you talking about? Ohio State. They're just they're the best team. We just let them in. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> they would beat anybody. It's fine. No, no, that's not my argument. We'll get into that though. You, you want to jump into it now? Yeah. All right. Let's fucking let's yeah, jump into it. And now. you know what? I'm going to be real honest. Uh, if you've watched this show for any period of time, or if you're new to it. Uh, since we are on Sportscaster now, a new platform where a lot of you have never seen my face, one of my favorite things to do is get real, real, real angry. <laughs> and I am real, real, real angry about something Dominique Foxworth said. Oh, yes. Oh, I'm going to... Oh, oh this, I, I feel a good mad brewing. Like a real good mad. Early in the morning, I'm mm -hmm. nice and caffeinated. Mm -hmm. This should be fun. Yeah, we'll get to that as well. <laughs> the AAC Commissioner. Michael Oresco says we need to go back to the BCS because we're just, you know, this is ridiculous and we're not getting the, we're not getting the respect that we deserve. It is ridiculous. It's completely ridiculous. It's completely ridiculous and completely asinine that we just throw in what we think are the best teams. I, I just, we, we don't know. You didn't beat anybody. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They played five games. Screw it. Let them in. We'll change the rules. It's fine. So it's the Ohio State University. And they're going to be the speed bump that Alabama runs over like a dead possum. Mm -hmm. That's how that's going to go. And it's just, I never thought you could get me on board with either going back to the BCS or expanding the playoff. I never thought this day was coming. And yet, here we are. <laughs> and all it took was one weird year where everybody's got the rota. And I'm in. Go back to the BCS, screw it. I do not care. I am 100 percent with Mike Oresco on this. You still want a playoff? Just use the BCS computer yep. system? Yep. Sure do. Okay. I sure do. Because you know what would have saved all of this? If we had just said, you know what? We're all about money. That's been your argument. That's why we're not mm -hmm. going back to one game. That's why we're going to keep doing this the way we're doing it. It's because yep. the money's too big. Yep. Okay. I'll make you more money. You want to make more money? Here's how we do it. We let every other tier of college football play a 16, 16 team playoff. If we've learned anything during the Rona year, it's that eh, you don't have to be in class to learn shit, uh, uh, apparently. Okay. I figured that was, between t the producer and my co-host that both have children that, they're do that are doing, uh, oh, what, are they, what is the stupid name they use Virtual for that? Learning. Virtual learning. I, I really figured I could get sworn at for that, and I didn't. And no, good, because nothing you have said is incorrect. So, I mean, the, the, the context of, oh, these kids can't miss this, this many classes. Uh, okay. I think, we've, I think we figured it out. And just like Robbie Wright just said, Florida felt a spot. You lost to LSU. They're awful. That has to mean something or the games don't matter. Mm -hmm. And you know who would have hated that? You know who would have hated that loss by Florida as much as I hated a Christmas story? The BCS computers. That's who would have hated that. Because that would have been a god-awful loss. Yep. And it wouldn't have mattered that they won a national title last year. Or that they still have players. It would matter that they are terrible. And you lost to them, and you will be punished for it. Mm-hmm. 
But uh, I still don't. I still don't believe that the BCS computers. I'm. I'm surprised I haven't seen this anywhere, and this is above my pay grade for someone to use the BCS formula to to show us what it would look like right, right. now. Right. If, I can do it. Well, I, I, that's a project I for you to it. do for the afternoon show on ESPN Asheville because, I, and I don't know every intricacy of the BCS, but I could pretty well right. tell you what it's going to look. Right, like. you could get, you could probably get kind of close. Okay, I get. I, I mean, that's just something that I would like to see because I don't believe that the BCS computers are going to give Cincinnati uh, that big of a bump, and I don't think that they would punish Florida, Florida that much to bump them. The below discrepancy Cincinnati. in wins would have been a huge deal. The fact that Ohio State's only played five games would be a huge deal. Agreed. I will go, on, I'll on go out on a limb State. and tell you with BCS computers, Ohio State would be no higher than eighth. Mm-hmm. That's at best. And that's taking in where they are in the in the, in the the human polls. Because the human polls were an element of BCS. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason they'd be that high. With strict computers, they'd be in the teens. I promise you. Mm-hmm. Playing that few games would hurt you. Right. And it should. And it should, Exactly. But here's my thing. I don't think Cincinnati's the beneficiary of that. Here, mm, this of is the problem that I have with the AAC commissioner coming out and saying, let's go back to the, go back to the BCS model. It's because you were always screwed. The system was always against you. Yeah. It's always, nothing has changed. Like Cincinnati would not be the beneficiary of this. Texas A&M would be. They would probably A&M would be spots. one of the beneficiaries. Cincinnati would go up. I mean, they'd they go up, but they, I don't think they would ever crack into the top four. No, I don't think they'd be in the top four. Mm. And that's what he's saying. Six. He's saying that if this didn't exist, if, if this BCS or if this um, college football playoff system didn't exist, then my school would be in the top four. Cincinnati I don't, that's would, not how I read that. How, how I read that was we would still have a shot. Cincinnati mm-hmm. has to go on the field, beat Tulsa, be a conference champion, win a conference title game, mm-hmm. and we would have a shot. Because that boost might lift us above Texas A&M because conference titles matter. Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't read it as we would definitively be in. That's not how I – what he said was the model's broken. Yeah, and, fl- right. and point blank, the model is broken. If Florida can lose at home to LSU and fall one spot, Cincinnati doesn't play because somebody has Dorona and th- they fall two spots, that's stupid. <laughs> I fell two spots for not playing. You fell a spot for losing to a god awful team. Right? That's stupid. I agree with you. Uh, I don't think that. I think Cincinnati would be ranked above Georgia and Florida as well. They should. Be. Right. I think they would be ranked above them in the BCS. But here's the thing: that don't get you into the top four, and I don't think that it would. But it would give them an opportunity, say, for the cases we were saying yesterday. Clemson loses to Notre Dame, Ohio State loses to Northwestern, then there's the opportunity for them to move up into the top four. Mm-hmm. That's what it, I think that's what the whole thing comes down to. They would be higher with an opportunity. Yeah, I mean, I guess they would be, they would have a better opportunity. They would 100% have a better opportunity. But You know why? Because you know what computers don't have? The, the opportunity to bail themselves out by saying, the eye test. Mm-hmm. If the eye test tells you that Iowa State is better than Florida, you're a moron. <laughs> if that's what you're using, uh, uh, oh, we're just looking at uh, it's strictly how they look on the field. Mm-hmm. If you, honest to God, think Iowa State's better than Florida, you're a moron. If none of this matters, if, you're, if your resume doesn't matter, and the fact you lose games on the field does not matter, and you're going strictly off eye test, then you're doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. Because Oklahoma should be ahead of Iowa State. Florida should be ahead of a litany of these teams. Hell, I'll be honest with you. Florida should be ahead of Texas A&M. 
If you're if you're going by the eye test, uh, Florida looks better than Texas a and And you obviously don't care what happened on the field, so I don't want to hear the, well, they beat them. Right. I don't care. You don't care. The resume doesn't matter. Ohio State's played four, has played the West Virginia School for the Blind, Louisiana <laughs> Lafayette, West Monroe, East Jefferson Gulf Coast in the middle of fucking nowhere state, yeah. and that's and that's good enough to get them in. So uh, what does it matter? Yeah, I'm 100% for going back to the computers mm-hmm. because the computers don't have that cop out of, oh, the eye test says they're better. Okay, well, the eye test says Clemson and Alabama are the two best teams in the country, so let's just... Cut all the nonsense and let them go play. Right. Who cares who wins? Who cares who loses? Let's mm-hmm. go. Saddle up and ride. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cincinnati beating Tulsa. It, I, I still don't know that it would stack up. It's better than any win uh, Ohio State will have. Straight up. Tulsa. They're better than Northwestern. Who's Northwestern beating? What would you think they were coming into the season? 50? Oh, they beat four god-awful Big Ten teams. Okay. And now they're top 15 in the country just because they're in the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. That's stupid. Mm-hmm. That apparently, my, apparently, when we were all in math class, there were about 70% of us that understood the transitive property and the other 30% didn't. Mm-hmm. And those 30% are the ones that <laughs> seem to be really football. rooting for Ohio State. <laughs> or they're the ones running college football right now. Yeah. Uh, apparently, the transitive property is completely lost on everybody in the college football playoff committee. Yeah. I mean, the fact that Cincinnati did drop in the in the rankings was stupid. It's insane. It's absolutely stupid. They dropped because they didn't want to play the same game two weeks in a row. Right. And they dropped more than a Florida team that lost. But that's that's kind of my thing, though. I mean, it, even, even in the BCS system, they would have been knocked for that. Not like that. Florida would have gotten hemorrhaged for losing to LSU. Yeah. I'll, I'll look at – all right. You talk for a second. I'll look at this. and I know the BCS formula pretty damn well. Right. I can tell you off the top of my head vaguely what it would look like. Okay. I just got to get the rankings in front of me because I have this you know bad habit of forgetting teams exist. <laughs> I did a full power rankings one time, completely left Miami out. Yep. Like they were supposed to be at eight. I forgot they existed. Yep, I remember that day pretty well. Uh, <laughs> the system has always been stacked for the power five teams because they're power five teams because – that you know, these are the schools that have the most money. These are the schools that have the most history. These are the schools that ba- you know banded together back in the yeah. day, and now you have all these other you know guys trying to break into the break into the mainstream basically. And every now and then you're going to have a fun one. Every now and then you're going to have a Boise State that goes eleven and zero, and it's cute and it's fun, and they get into a big bowl game and they pull out a big win. You have the UCFs of the world, you know, claiming that they won a national title. Because they went undefeated and they won their big, you know, their big New Year's Six Bowl that yeah. they were in. That the team they were playing, but against you're just didn't not, want to be in. huh? That the team they're playing against didn't want to be in. Yeah. They right. did not want to play you, right? But the, but this is my point: is like there are people, the people on the side of this that are going, "Oh, this system is unfair to the little guy." The system's always been unfair, and for you to for you to say that the computers would put it differently. I beg to differ, because we've seen this before. All right, I've looked at the I've looked at the rankings to make sure I'm not forgetting anybody. Okay. Now, don't quote me on this. I'm actually going to do the math between this show and the ESPN show this afternoon. Alabama would be one no contest, right? 
Notre Dame would be two, no contest. Mm-hmm. I think Clemson would be three. Might be Texas A&M. Okay. Texas A&M might be three ahead of Clemson. Okay. Whoever it's not would be four. Five would probably be. It's either Ohio, it's it's oh I think it's Ohio State. Indiana would be markedly higher than you think they would be. Mm-hmm. Northwestern would be markedly higher than you think they would be. Mm-hmm. Uh, BYU would be higher than you think they would be. BYU would be in the top eight. One loss doesn't matter. All right, that one loss because that one loss was to Coastal Carolina, and they will forgive a good loss. Mm-hmm. They do not forgive bad losses. Right, and th- there are some bad losses. A&M's one loss is to Alabama. So, you know what? I just screw it. I'll, I'll go ahead and, I'll go ahead and tell you this is exactly how it would go. The top four would be Alabama one, Notre Dame two, Texas A&M three, Clemson four. That's how it, the BCS would have had this. I'll bet you a dollar to a donut. That's hmm. how that would have been. Okay. I mean, I think you got the top four right. And I'll be honest with you, I'd be happy. I'd be happier with that than I am with. with but Ohio State. I think margin of victory might hurt. Or margin of loss might hurt Texas A&M in that Alabama game. Margin of loss was not that huge of a deal. Okay. Because strength thinking, yeah. of loss was a big deal. Right. Uh, number of losses was a big deal. Any of these two loss teams would have been irrelevant. Mm-hmm. So Florida's gone. Iowa State's gone. Georgia's Georgia, gone. Yeah. Oklahoma's gone. Um, Iowa State's gone. Iowa State's gone. Um, I feel like Louisiana would have been higher than they should be. Yeah. Coastal Carolina would have been in the top ten. Mm-hmm. Being undefeated and not having the negative of a loss would have put them in the top ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're saying Coastal Carolina, Cincinnati. And, and I'm okay with that. would be higher for the BCS, and I think that's exactly what the guy was and, saying. And I'm okay with that. I'm o- As long as what happens on the field matters, I don't care. Yeah. But the fact that you're trying to sell me on a five on a team that's played five games is asinine. <laughs> the fact you're trying to convince me that two loss Florida is more deserving of a New Year's Six ball than Coastal Carolina is asinine to me. Mm-hmm. You know what? You know how you earn those games? You, you want me to tell you? Don't throw a shoe. <laughs> Florida, you want you? And trust me, I'll take every opportunity I have uh, to, to bash Florida because. Uh, my allegiances are pretty clear. <laughs> but I would have given you the benefit of the doubt. I don't care that you lost to Texas A&M. I, that's fine. They're a top five team. Okay, let's roll. Then you lost to LSU, who is god-awful, with their backup quarterback. Oh, we didn't have Kyle Pitts. Okay. Uh, are you still the number five team in the country? Because if you are, then that should not matter. Uh, also, just want to point out that LSU didn't have their top wide receiver. Terrence Marshall was out uh, of that game. LSU doesn't have their top it's anything because half of them opted out. Yeah, Max Johnson, by the way. Our buddy Brad, born and raised right here in Black Mountain, North Carolina. His son, Max Johnson, played a hell of a game against Florida. Do you have like an aversion to up. saying Asheville? I think you've said every town around this place except Asheville, which is the city that the vast majority of people would know. Okay. Woodfin, Swannanoa, Black Mountain. I mean, all these it's, little it's, towns. It's the area. Yeah, there's people that don't. You do realize there are people that listen to this that don't know where the hell we are. Right? <laughs> he's, he's throwing out some respect to the surrounding Hey, man. Hey, bring out, what, bring out Waynesville or Silva or Clyde. Hey, Asheville. Get or Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen. 
Asheville gets his own publicity, man. You got to remember the little towns around. I don't disagree with that. I'm just uh, I've been waiting for you to say the word Asheville on this show for an extended. I say it every day. My hat says ESPN Asheville every day. That's not you saying it. That's your attire saying it. Your attire says a lot of things about you usually. Right. Especially when it's a jersey. You know what that says? You want me to tell you what that jersey says? I'm a real boy. Mm-hmm. And I love Christmas I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. Exactly. And that's what gives me my soft, sentimental, sensitive side. We should move on from that's this or I'm going to say something me. that's going to make people hate me more than they already do. <laughs> if I had a dollar for every time I've gotten a message or anything like that that says, you should be nicer to Tank. And then we sit here and laugh about them together. Oh, yeah, it's fun. I love it. I love that people come to my defense. Because, yeah, right, look, I dismiss everything Jeremy says. Um, yeah. I'm not taking life pointers or uh, criticisms from that. I mean, that's fine. I, but, come on, really? I'm going to let I, that? No. No. I don't like how that was said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like we, the, look, we're like the odd couple, you I know? I like the tenor of that, not even a little bit. I, we're, I 100% look. the odd couple is a perfect explanation. Right, we're like the odd couple. I mean, he goes out and he drinks, uh, you know, heavily and, and, you know, has wonderful adventures, and I go home and I'm family guy. And, you know, it's just... And, you know, sometimes our worlds can mix, and, you know, I can party. I like my Jesus to party. But there are times to be... You know, his party responsible is, guy. His party is three high gravity beers and falling down. <laughs> I'm a cheap date. What can I say? Right. I party more with breakfast than he can at night at night. <laughs> Which is also why I am going to leave yeah, if a I... very dead looking corpse when I die. <laughs> yes, yes, you will. <laughs> Nobody's coming to my funeral going, "Oh, he looks so good." Right. That's not happening. Uh, the, AC, the AAC commissioner, uh, Michael Oresco, coming out and saying that the, uh, we should go back to the BCS is, you know, I, I don't know. I don't think his chances would be any different with the BCS, so that's why I was like, why even whine about this in the media? He goes on the Paul Feinbaum show yesterday, and he says uh, that they've only missed two games. Uh, Cincinnati he's talking about. Cincinnati's only missed two games. They played eight, and Ohio State has played five. Ohio State missed three of their eight, and it's been essentially a glorified exhibition season and not against strong competition, and they don't drop. I guess I could channel George Orwell in Animal Farm that all animals are equal, but some animals are more equal than others. Yes. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I mean, this is... This is human nature. This is how everything works. This is how our society is is built. Look, you're talking the, to the original the, capitalist, okay? Right, like the like, rich I'm, get richer, and and you know you 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 fight for your respect at the bottom. And if you can fight, for, you know, if you can earn a little bit bit of respect here and there, awesome. But I'm reasonably con- to a lot of your uh, success, and that's how this system is built. I'm reasonably convinced Gordon Gecko is loosely based on somebody I'm related to. <laughs> right. So you don't have to convince me of that the world's not fair. Right. I get that. I also don't want the world to be stupid, mm-hmm. and this is stupid. Uh, we have officially gotten to a dumb, dumb point of view, and there's one way to fix it. This is a really simple fix, and the NCAA could have done it this year, and it would have made a 
boatload of money. Add more teams. Add four. How different of a conversation are we having right now if you've added four teams? Honestly, think about it. Oh, but is that a conversation that you're really interested in having, Mr. I only care about the relevant teams? Are you really going to are you are you really I do gonna only be able to resign yourself teams. to having discussions about who are the 7th, 8th, ninth, and 10th best teams in, in in college football? I add four more teams. It ain't yep. that damn hard. No, it's not. Here it is. I'm Here it is. I've already done the I've done the breakdown on this. Somebody's winning the ACC. Yeah. Somebody mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. We make it the five conference champions. The five power five, the five power five conference champions, mm-hmm. the best champion of the group of five, okay. which is either going to be Coastal Carolina or Cincinnati because they're not both losing in their conference title games, mm-hmm. and then two wild cards. Those two wild cards are going to be whoever loses in the Notre Dame Clemson game, mm-hmm. and from there I don't know who the next one will be. I'm I'm going to assume it's Texas A&M. I, I'm just I don't think anybody can vault themselves in a loss. Right. So all right. And now who has a right to bitch? Really? Who has a right to complain? Um, it, there, <laughs> it's either Coastal here's, Carolina here's, or Cincinnati. Here's where the right to complain comes in, is that we have had years where we haven't had a dominant group of five team. Do you think those days are over? That we're always going to have an I undefeated know when that group, of five guy, uh, group of five team? I want to know when that year was. It's, it's, I don't want to say like three years ago maybe we were having this discussion, three to four years ago, and I remember... Oh, see if we had the expanded playoff and we had, uh, you know, a group of automatic group of five, you got a two lost Northern Illinois team was the best team that year. Now, granted, that's not always going to be the case. And that might be the exception. Very rarely going to be the case. Right. That that might be the exception to the rule, but you might have that case. Last year, it was a Memphis team that got beat in a bowl game. Okay. Uh, The year before that, I want to say was the Central Florida year. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, Central Florida finished at 11. Yep. The year before that, I want to say was Central Florida again. Probably. Let me verify that. Probably. Uh, yep, Central Florida finished at sixth with four first place votes. Mm-hmm. I don't know who those four people were, but <laughs> this is <laughs> People that were sick and tired of voting for Alabama and Clemson. Yeah. That's okay, what that was. all right, all right. I, I, have an easy, I have an easy way to satiate that, too. Okay. There's not a t- group of five team in the top 12 of the uh, of whatever the whatever you want to call the poll. Yeah. Let in another wild card. There you go. There you go. Put a little caveat on it. Yeah, you got to be in the top 12. Right now we have two of those. There we go. So, I mean, that's this is not that hard. I mean, this is really just not that damn difficult. Mm-hmm. And you tie this into, and stop tying it into bowl games. All right, you can tie the Final Four into bowl games. Cotton Bowl, Sugar Bowl, Fiesta Bowl, whatever. The other four are played at the home field of the higher seed. Mm-hmm. You get rewarded for being one of the group, one of, one of the top four. Done. You don't overly reward them. They still get a home game. Cool, that's going to help. They're probably all going to win. Mm-hmm. But you have a shot to win it on the damn field. Yeah. It's not some. It's not Oliver Luck telling me who is the best team in college football. Right. Of which I respect the hell out of Oliver Luck. He's not on this committee. I can't remember the chairman's name, if I'm being really honest. I look at them and go, I know more about football than you do. I do. Because you can't possibly. You're either drunk on the money or you're an idiot. I don't know which one it is. Period. You tell me anybody listening to the sound of my voice right now that thinks two lost Florida should even be in this discussion right now. Really. 
You have a player throw a shoe that cost you the opportunity because you had every chance and you threw it away, mm -hmm. and you have to be punished for that. Yep. That's the way the world works. Yep. You do something stupid, you get punished for mm -hmm. it. Ta-da. Welcome yeah. to the real world, college football player. Yeah, the ACC com or the AAC commissioner uh, again saying he wants to see these group of five teams get a shot at Alabama. He said, you know, you've got top teams that have gone, and he was talking about Texas A&M. Yeah. He was saying, uh, you know, you've got top teams that have gone up against Alabama and given up 50 points. Here we got Cincinnati with the number five defense in the country, and why don't they get their shot at Alabama? What would they do against Alabama? I mean, I got a pretty good, I got a pretty good feeling how that would turn out, but um, it's, but but it's this. See, this is what surprises me about your art. You know, you backing the AAC in this because it's it's not fair. I never said it wasn't. I never no, said that's it wasn't what fair. he's saying. He's no, no, saying no, no. it's not fair, I, and that's uh, however he wants to quantify. It's fine. Mm -hmm. I mean, look, I'm the same guy that said George Mason. Cool. Uh, I need you to lose in the second weekend. Yep, yep. I don't want to watch you in the final four. Yep. I don't want to watch VCU in the final four. I don't want to watch Loyola Chicago and. Sister, whatever the hell her name was. I don't care. <laughs> Sister Jean. That one. Yeah. I don't care. You don't have the same quality of, of, of player. And it becomes mm -hmm. very obvious, mm -hmm. which is the reason the four lowest rated Final Four games in the last 25 years have had George Mason, VCU, Loyola, Chicago. And I don't remember the other one. There was another one. There's a reason for that because you don't care. You've made it very obvious with your viewership time, your sponsorship dollars, mm -hmm. and what you'll spend money on. You've made it perfectly clear. But the, the message this is sending, why does the group of five even play? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Why does it play? Who can have a better year than Coastal Carolina did in the group of five? You tell me. I think it's inarguable that the two best Power Five conferences are the Sun Belt and the AAC. Yes. Am I wrong? No. No. That's undeniable. You have an undefeated champion of one. You have an undefeated champion of the other. Mm -hmm. And neither one of them can barely get in the top ten. Why do we keep playing? And I'm telling you, you want to know what this has a huge, huge effect on? Recruiting. Because that fringe blue chipper, the four-star guy, the low four-star, high three-star, you know what they say to that? I'd rather go take my swing at Alabama yeah. being the 15th corner on the roster yeah. than go be the star at Coastal Carolina. Mm -hmm. And if you don't believe me, look at the recruiting rankings. National Signing Day was yesterday. Mm -hmm. If you think that conversation's not being had, you're out of your mind. Of course it is. Because every team in the top 25 mm -hmm. was in it was from a Power 5 conference. Yep. There was not one group of five in the top 25. The disparity gets bigger when you do things like this. And for me, it's not a it's not a fair. It's not about it. Not life's not fair. He was born five nine. I was born six five. That's not fair. That wasn't a jab either. I'm not. Don't five, tell. Nine, don't so tell me. Bad. If uh, we've been to enough gas stations together and walked by that little thing, <laughs> if you're five eleven, I'm six eight. And secret time, I'm not. <laughs> that wasn't a stab. That was, I wasn't trying to make that a jab. I was just being honest. <sighs> Life's not fair. I get mm -hmm. that. But at the end of the day, the things you do and the, the on the field and all that has to matter. Yeah. And if it doesn't matter, then why are we doing it? Right. And, and you want to know what the next step of this is? Teams like Ohio State. Oh, they let us in with five wins. Okay, then why do we have to play Oregon? Yeah. We mm -hmm. don't. 
No. We don't have to play Oregon. No. We can play Youngstown State, yeah. and as long as we win and dominate our shitty little conference that can't get players in, look at the recruiting rankings, it's very obvious. Right. That's all we have to do. Yeah. And we'll be in the playoff every year. You know why? Because we're Ohio State. You're never going to see another big non-conference game to start a year. Well, I disagree. I disagree completely with that. Okay. Please elaborate on that. Then you're wrong, but I want to hear here. Okay. Why would they risk losing the game? They don't have strict conference schedules. Not everybody is playing. When's it ever mattered before? It definitely mattered in the BCS. If you want to go back to the fucking computers, uh, but we're, but we're not. To, you're I, I'm to. saying we should, but we're not. Let's be real realistic here. Mm-hmm. The, the the college football playoff committee, which is appointed by the powers that be in college football, they now have all the control. Why would you go back to risking it with a computer model? We're not doing that. So let's you know let's let's use realistic shit here. Mm-hmm. This committee has proven who you play does not matter. Does it? That's my thing, though. This is the only year they're going to have that excuse. This is the only and year. And I'm that... telling you, you're wrong. Okay. You can tell me I'm wrong all you want to, but you don't know that. And what I, what I believe is going to happen is that because guys like us are having this conversation on every channel across the country going, what the hell is going on with the college football playoff committee? They're going to have to have a come to Jesus meeting and figure out. What's that going might on? Be the most delusional thing you've ever said. Uh, fine. Like they think, like you think they care. Oh, it's, they've never shown to care in the past. It's you know why? Matter. When's it ever mattered in the past? When's it ever mattered in the past? Please tell me you're not the delusional. The of the system. Please tell me you're not delusional enough to think that the reason we have a playoff is because people like you and I said it enough times. That has nothing to do with it. Okay. You want to know why we have this system? Because of the money! Exactly. That's because it. we called for it. We all said, give us a college football playoff. Did you not watch it? We will consume it. Did you not it. watch it? Of course we did. Okay, you, I'm talking about with the BCS. Did you not watch it? Yeah. Okay. Then they and don't they really figured, give a fuck what you think. They figured out more people are going to watch if we put more big teams in it. More people don't watch. That's a myth. What you just said is a myth. Okay. The ratings have actually been lower on the college football playoff games. The final has been higher. Mm-hmm. But these two, the, these the, the 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 overnight numbers on these CFP games have been god awful at times because they're blowouts. Virtually all of them are blowouts. We talked about this on ESPN the other day. In the last, we've been doing this. What this is this is year six, right? Mm-hmm. No, it's year seven. In the seven years we've been doing this, we don't have the games for this year. So the six that we've done, that's why six was in my head. Okay. The scores of these games have been 63 28, 30 to 3, 24 to 6, 31 to nothing, 24 to 7, 38 to nothing, 37 17, 59 20. Mm-hmm. There were a couple in there that were closer. And by a couple, I mean literally three. That's it. So the, it, the money, the, the only part of the money here, it has nothing to do with what you want. They don't care what you want, they could care less what you want. If they, if they cared what you wanted, we'd had a 16-team playoff 10 years ago. We've been screaming for this my entire adult life. They don't care. Okay. The NCAA has proven they do not care. And it's comical to me that you think they do. I do think they care. Because you still consume the product. Of they, course, but we consume <coughs> more of it with the playoff. That's my point. Because there is more of it. Because we called for that it. That has nothing to do with it. They don't care what you say. Yes, they do, because that's where the money comes from. The money comes okay, from us. Okay, then listen, dumb-dumb. <laughs> if you didn't watch it, 
then that works. But you still consumed it. When we had the BCS and they told you this is who we want to play, you still watched it. Right. If you sat at home and watched a Christmas story, then maybe they would care. But they don't because you still watched it. <laughs> they don't care what you think. They care if you watch and consume the product of their sponsors. That's all they care about. Precisely. And I got news for you. If they put out Coastal Carolina and Cincinnati, you'd still watch it. If a computer told you that was the two best teams in the country, you could sit here and bitch and moan until you're blue in the face. Yeah. You're still going to watch it. Yeah. This I is am. the reason that the tournament got canceled last year, because they didn't want to get sued. Mm. Did you like that? No. Did they give a rat's ass? No. They watch membership schools drop programs, but oh, but oh, they worry about what we think. No, they don't. They worry about their bottom line, and that's it. That's it. And you know why we've never done this? Because they have a fear that if we put Coastal Carolina in, they might win. We might screw up and they win. They might beat Alabama, and then all those Alabama fans sit at home and watch. What is that? What is that other stupid elf? That's that other stupid-ass movie you made me watch. Because our team's not in it. That's the fear. That's the reason this is never going to happen. And the fact that you think they care what you think is hilarious. You know when they'll care what you think? When you stop watching it. But you're not going to. You're not going to. Mm -hmm. You proved it. You proved it time and time and time again. They put in Michigan State that nobody gave a rat's ass about. And the ratings did. And you know what they did? The same exact thing the year after. Exactly mm -hmm. the same thing that you're after. And you know what you did? You watched it. Yep. Because your team was in it. And because it was more. It was more eyeballs. It was two extra games that you didn't have before. Michigan State was in the playoff. Mm -hmm. This was four years ago. That's what I'm Lowest about. rated college football playoff game we've ever it had. It doesn't matter. They didn't care. It, it, and you know why they didn't care? Because they didn't win. You want to know when this changes? When you accidentally let in one of these teams like... I'm trying to even think of who the – there's not really – Iowa State, that's the one. Iowa State's the one this year because they have the smallest fan base. Anybody in the top ten is not close. Okay. And their fan base might be smaller than Cincinnati's. Okay. You don't want to know when this changes? When we screw up and we let Iowa State in because everybody else pees their pants. If it happens this year, Ohio State loses, Iowa State gets in. Mm -hmm. Watch. Watch it. Watch the rating. Iowa State will be the lowest rated CFP game ever. Mm-hmm. Now, Ohio State's not going to lose, so we don't, we're not going to know this. But I'm telling you right now, if it happened, it'd be the lowest-rated CFP game ever. Okay. And if Iowa State found a way to beat Alabama and wound up in the national title game and they screwed this whole thing up, that's when you would see something change. Because you screwed up their money. The big money comes from those, from those playoff games. You screwed it up one time with Michigan State and they got shellacked. Mm -hmm. It didn't matter. And since then, you know what? It's, it, would you like to know who it's been since then? We've done this six times. Alabama's been in it, I want to say, every time. Oh. They've never missed it. Didn't they miss it? They missed it they last missed year. It they missed it last year. Yeah, they missed it last year. They missed it one time. Mm -hmm. Clemson has missed it one time. Mm -hmm. That's it. Mm -hmm. And other than that, you've had Florida State, Oklahoma, Ohio State, uh, Notre Dame, LSU. You know what all those are? Big money programs. Mm-hmm. In the six years we've been doing this, we've had one Michigan State, we've had one Washington. That's it. Mm -hmm. Because of the money. They don't care what you think. Did you think Washington was the fourth best team in the country the year that they made it? Hell no. Nobody did. 
and they didn't care. They didn't care. Just threw them out there and went, you know what? You'll watch it. Mm -hmm. You'll watch it. Yeah. Of course they will. Because the eyeballs drive it. That's what I'm, that's my point. It might take them a while but, but to see, come around but, to but, it. But the part of this that you're not understanding, and I don't, I don't exactly know how I have to say this to make you understand. Okay. What you say the eyeballs drive it. Yeah. The eyeballs never go away. No. <laughs> they, they throw Washington more. out there. You still watch it. They only get more. That's the point. You they, add they only get more game, where? You add more revenue, and that's how that it's works. It's a myth. It's a myth. It's not a myth. If you have, okay, let me ask you something. Did okay. the NCAA tournament make more money with the with the, the the first four games or without it? With them? No, it didn't. Because there's way more expense to putting that on. Bottom line of the NCAA tournament, it made more money with 64 than 68. And see, this is what people like mm -hmm. you say is, oh, more, more shit will just consume it. How many first four games you ever watched? Ever. I've watched a lot of them. I've never watched the first one. Not all the way through. I mean, I watched the end. I watched the last two minutes. Mm -hmm. That's it. I'm not watching NC Central and... and <laughs> I'm trying to think of another school that's been in it. I just remember they were in it two years right. ago. But no, that's why they, I'm not watching that's, that's why they started putting 11 seeds in it. Uh, and, and you don't watch those, historically. The numbers on that are awful. That's the reason they put it on TBS. Mm -hmm. You know why? Because CBS has no interest in it. It's not true TV, actually. Yeah, true TV. There you go. That's true why. TV, where you can watch replays of the OJ verdict. And 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 here's the thing: if you want something to change, if you want something in this playoff to be different, you have to actually stop watching it. But you're not gonna. Mm -hmm. That's the reason they do this. It's it's as obvious as it gets. There's nobody on this committee, and I firmly believe I don't know one soul on this committee. I think anybody with a brain. Looks at Ohio State and goes, you don't deserve to be here. Mm -hmm. Based on your on-field record. But you know what? You know what you do do? You draw way better than Iowa State does. Mm -hmm. And you draw way better than Texas A&M does. And you have way more fans than all of them. And you'll make more money. And we need the money. We need the money because it's been a brutal year. Mm -hmm. And that's why Ohio State's in this. And anybody that can prove me different, feel free. At Jay Green ESPN on Twitter. Yeah. At me, explain it. Please. Yeah. But you got to say it real slow. Because there's nothing else that makes sense. Okay. Coming up tonight on uh, Thursday Night Football, we got the Los Angeles Chargers and the Las Vegas Raiders. You're not excited about it. You know there's a lot of points going to be scored. You know you're going to have some uh, fantasy plays tonight. Are you really not going to consume it? I'm not saying I won't watch it. I'm saying I'm not excited about it. I mean, I'll watch it because it's what we do for a living. I mean, and frankly, I've watched all the god-awful Christmas movies I can, and all the ones that looked even vaguely good to me are all gone now. They're gone. Well, I've watched them all. Oh. I got six more. I got six more movies to watch, and frankly, there's a lot more um, that look like things that would be intriguing to you. Than let me to give me. you one. Um, the night before, I want you to watch that one. Seth Rogen. Oh yeah. And uh, I said this was the classics. I have to watch twelve classics. I've never seen them. Yeah, say classics. Twelve biggest. I said with twelve biggest holiday movies. I'm literally going off a list. Oh, okay. I got you. What's next on the list? Just curious. Uh, there's six more left. I'm, I'm literally, <laughs> I'm picking them at how I feel that given day. Oh, I got you. Last night I, I was you. in a really good mood. And after I watched the Christmas story, I was in a really not <laughs> really good mood. Really not good mood. You'd wasted that time. Uh, we'll talk about that more in the uh, Christmas re movie review segment coming up on ESPN Asheville this afternoon. Uh, you can find it on the iHeartRadio app. Take it everywhere you go. The Sports Tank 
with Jeremy Green. All right. Um, looking at this game, though, the Chargers and the Raiders, it made me think, which, which of these teams do you think is set up better for the future now? The Raiders or the Chargers? The Raiders or the Chargers. I mean, the Chargers obviously have a quarterback. They, they've got their quarterback of the future. Justin Herbert's going to be their thing. Um, they've got young talent. They've got Austin Eckler. They've got, you know, Keenan Allen obviously is going to uh, going to be fading away here in the next couple of years. You look at the Raiders, they've got, you know, Henry Ruggs and Josh Jacobs and a good good young skill players. And a Der and Derek Carr, who is looks like he might have a good second act to his career. Which do you think is set up better? Um I would say the Chargers sell it because they have the quarterback. Derek Carr's older. Mm-hmm. Um mm. Obviously, the Chargers are going to be making a head coaching change. So it's going to matter who they hire on how I feel about them going forward. You got John Gruden, who's on the 10-year contract, and I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's been mixed results lately. I mean, how we were just talking, or you said earlier this week, this you know the Raiders get figured out yeah. because John Gruden is too predictable. In everything that he does. He is very predictable. So is their ceiling like a 10-win team two or three times over the next seven years? Mm. My problem with the Raiders is that they die off at the end of the year every year. Mm -hmm. And I can't figure out why. And I, I, I think it's because teams figure out Gruden year in and year out. He gets a new toy. This year he got Henry Ruggs. Well, now Henry Ruggs is hurt. Right. Darren Waller. Darren Waller is borderline unguardable. Because if you put a safety on him, he has a size advantage. If you put a linebacker on him, he has a speed advantage. Mm -hmm. But teams have figured out that's the only guy that can beat us. We load the box up against Josh Jacobs, and we dare you to beat us with Darren Waller. Right. And frankly, the best game Darren Waller's had in his career was barely good enough to beat the Jets. So I would say that, I mean, it's the Chargers. Okay. All right. I think it's pretty equal between the two of them. And Derek Carr, do you know how old Derek Carr is? Let's see. Derek 29. Carr, 29. 29. Yeah. He's 29 years old. I'll say he's 29 old. or 30. Yeah. yeah. But it looks like he's got a window here because I think he's playing really well. And I think yeah. if he can continue this, their next three or four years looks pretty bright. Unfortunately, they're stuck in a division with a team that's not going to go away for a decade. Yeah. <laughs> so they have a bit of a limited ceiling yeah. in the AFC West. They're going to have to be a wild card. Same thing with the Chargers. But you think about it. Think about it over the next couple of years, though. I mean, over the next couple of years, the AFC West is going to be a hell of a division. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of this. Oh, sorry. It's going to be a lot of the three teams not named the Kansas City Chiefs going. <laughs> Kansas City's way up there. I mean, we're fine, but they're 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 markedly better than we are. Mm -hmm. But you think about both both West divisions right now. Of the NFC, and West they are going to be incredibly hard over the next few years. The NFC West is phenomenal, and San Francisco is going to be way better next year when they have Sam Darnold playing quarterback. Ooh, he's going to hear first, folks. Spicy hot sports steak. Sam Darnold. I like it. 49ers. It's a place that makes the most sense. 
And I think they would actually give more than you think. They hmm. just gave Jimmy G a lot of money, though. Yeah, but they can get out of that deal super easy. Yeah. All, right. All right. John Lynch is a really smart GM. Right. He doesn't get stuck in bad contracts often. Mm-hmm. They'll give up a first for Sam Darnold? I think, yeah. I think Sam's worth a one. That's going to be a pretty high one. I won't be shocked if that's what it takes. Yeah. I think he's going to be. I think he just needs another start to a different franchise to get going. The deal with Darnold is very easy to explain. Sam Darnold is not the problem with the Jets. The Jets are the problem with Sam Darnold. Yeah. Now, and I will say, I have to say this every time it comes up because I keep hearing it and it keeps making me laugh. Trevor Lawrence is not saying no to the Jets. Can we stop with this? It was the headline story on ESPN yesterday. Mm -hmm. It's not going to happen. It's not. Yeah. And I'm not saying that as a Jets fan. I'm saying that as somebody with a brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, where would you rather go? Jacksonville Jaguars, New York Jets. Because I'm telling you right now, it would take five ones to get up there. And more. And no team's paying that. No team can pay that. Not and draft. Tra- that's, that's the part of this that's so funny. All right, so the, the number one pick goes to the Jets. They trade it to name me a team that needs a quarterback. Any team that needs a quarterback. Oh, hell, uh, Chicago. There you go, Chicago Bears. They're in, what, 16? It would take five ones, probably five twos, and a player, is what I've heard, Mm -hmm. is what the package would be. It took three of all of those to get RG3 and Jared Garf, who we had plenty of questions about. We have no questions about Trevor Lawrence. Right. How are you going to put weapons around him that way? Mm -hmm. And he knows that. Mm -hmm. He knows that full well. And if he doesn't, his agent will tell him. It makes... No sense. It's easy to say things. Mm-hmm. Not hard to walk them back. Mm-hmm. You got to really think about the decision here because we, just because the Jets have been god awful forever yeah. and ruined everything they've ever had. And they're shiny toys. Right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> just because history has told us that this franchise is a complete dumpster fire, yeah. it shouldn't turn Trevor Lawrence away at all. No. Look, I'm not saying he's gonna, but I don't think it's so out of the realm of possibility for people to go, maybe he shouldn't do that. Maybe he wouldn't take that job. Who? Trevor Lawrence. There's Trevor Lawrence. Too much. Oh, I understand. He's going to take the job, and he should take the job, and I think it's, you know, this is, this is, this is who he is as a football player. This goes to more of Trevor Lawrence as a player. I mean, we've seen Trevor Lawrence... Um, be the guy who says, we need to get back on the football field. We need to play. I'm going out here with my boys, and, you know, this is, he's got that Dabo Swinney spirit in him. What makes you think he looks at the New York Jets and goes, yeah, that's a train wreck. I don't want to be a part of that. No, he's a competitor. He's the guy who wants to come in and be the guy to turn it around. He's going to be the next, you know, he's going to be the the best quarterback in Jets history over Joe Namath. He's going to be that guy. He's got that drive. That's... Yeah. To me, that's who he is as a kid. He's not some spoiled little bastard who, you know, got a lot of breaks in his life because his daddy was an NFL quarterback. Yeah. Eli Manning. It's not the same situation. Super Bowl MVP, Fuck that Eli guy. Yeah. He got lucky. He got, got lucky. lucky. Beat the best team in the history. He got of a he had a damn good defense and he had two fucking circus catches that hey. most mo- hey. most of the time he never would have hit that play. He got lucky. Well, 
Oh, they still have two Super Bowl rings, and he still has two MVPs. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. No, I'm not saying Eli's a great quarterback, because you mind those two years, he's absolute hot garbage sewer water. Hey. Would say. There you go. But, there you go. As a Giants fan, I have two rings when he was the quarterback, <laughs> so I don't will forever have something to say about Eli Manning. Uh, you see... I, I I get it. You kicked the bear on that one. I don't care. I don't care. Blind because I hate Eli Manning, and I Blind always have man. hated Eli Manning. And people saying Trevor Lawrence is like Eli Manning in the respect that he would just refuse to play for a shitty team no. is ridiculous to me because I see them as completely different people off of the football field. Right inside, they are completely different people. And Eli didn't want that. Eli wanted the. You know, he wanted the the glamour of being in New York. Yeah. He did not he 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 was the guy that said, I'm not gonna take that job because it's too hard. Trevor Lawrence isn't that kid to me. Trevor Lawrence is the kid that looks at that job and goes, Fuck yeah, I want that. I think Sign me up. It wouldn't matter who I might take my lumps, but I'm gonna turn this thing around. Yeah. And maybe that's just me being too, you know, whimsical. You like to make fun of my Christmas spirit whimsy. <laughs> My high hopes and dreams and everybody's good inside. Not Eli Manning. He's a shit inside. That's my opinion. <laughs> it's still better than Tiki Barber's, or, uh, uh, yeah, Tiki. Still better than Tiki's pants from the other day. Yeah. Tiki's what? Pants. pants. Oh, my God. They had high heels at the bottom. They were leather. And they oh. were all connected into one. No. Yes. Oh, yeah, they were. Yes. I'll, I'll show you later. If you don't know what I'm talking about, Google it. No. I can't put it on the screen. Or I would. They were bad, 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 bad. Jeez. I don't like the sound of that at all. Sounds like, what, full-length chaps? They were like <laughs> connected to boots? That were connected to high heels. Oh, that's gross. They were bad. They were bad. bad. We're bad. Wearing a damn bad, bad. dominatrix suit out here. Uh, <laughs> it, was like, it was like hot red, too. <laughs> the NFL owners have decided to uh, delay the whole 17-week decision adding a 17th game to the uh, regular season but they have agreed on the formula for the 17th regular season game which i think is pretty interesting they're going to make it afc versus nfc and the matchups are going to be determined by divisional standings yeah now to me that says all the top teams are going to play the top teams bottom teams against the bottom teams and we got these teams fighting for playoff spots down at the 17th week they're going to be playing against each other. Yeah. So you're not going to end up with a uh, with a lopsided Week 17 where you have, let's just take the NFC right now and say the Minnesota Vikings and the Arizona Cardinals were tied right now for that final spot at the end of Week yeah. 16. Week 17, they're going to have to play the two middle teams and you're not going to end up with one of them, you know, luck of the draw, Arizona's got to play Seattle and uh, <laughs> and the Minnesota Vikings get to play the Bears because that's their final regular season, sh you know, divisional showdown game. We're not going to have something lopsided like that. I think this was the perfect way to do this. I'm just sorry I didn't think of it first. But then again, I can see on the other hand, are you shooting yourself in the foot? Because we'd have week 17 this year with a Super Bowl preview. Well, I think that you got the Packers against the Chiefs. Yeah. In week 17, last week of the season. Wait a minute. So, so we're the number one seeds in our conference. Why do we want to play each other? 
Right. Why would we not, you know, why do we want to go out there and fight for this game when both of us have sewed up the number one seed? It doesn't make a whole lot of sense for the teams at the top. I'll be interested to see how they handle it. Because at that point, do you rest players? At that point, does it become more like a preseason game? Where you got the whole second units from the Packers and the Chiefs getting together on week 17 because nobody wants to risk injury going into the playoffs. And that's what's going to happen. I think that's probably what's going to happen. You're going to have more intrigue about the playoff teams that are fighting for a spot, but those top games, those bottom scenes, are going right. to be hot garbage. Garbage. And maybe it'll be the other way around. Maybe they'll go reverse order. Like the top teams from the AFC will play the bottom teams from the NFC, and you go in reverse order. Yeah. You still meet in the middle where those playoff teams have equal opponents. Mm -hmm. But then, you know... You've got the other teams who aren't, you know, the, the top teams aren't going to risk anything by taking on, you know, the number one defense in the NFL Absolutely. last week of the season doesn't mean shit. Nope. So I like the way that they've, uh, they've done this new rule. I also learned yesterday that there's such a thing as a broken, a uh, fractured throat. Yep, that's a new one on me. Uh, and you can play through it. Yeah. Apparently Frank Ragnow is a dude. Yeah. <laughs> Detroit Lions center uh, Frank Ragnow, uh, apparently just during the game, he just stopped being able to talk. And nobody really knew what was going on. Obviously, there was some pain, and he played through it. Played every snap of the game after the incident happened, but then they went back and said, okay, well, we got to figure out what's going on. And it wasn't, you know, he, he wasn't having problems swallowing or breathing or anything like that. It was just the fact that he could not talk. The first time I've ever seen the diagnosis of a fractured throat, which sounds like something you should be dying from. Yep. I don't know how you fracture something that's not a bone. I can't. <laughs> that's why I didn't go to medical school, because I don't understand yeah. that. Even yeah. a little bit. It is, <laughs> it is one of the most weirdest things I've ever seen. But, but damn, Frank Ragnow playing every snap of the game with a fractured throat. I think it's funny that now that they found the fractured throat, he can't play. <laughs> it's like that time I well, interesting. It's like that time I sprained my forehead. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. How he did that make so you feel? Angry. He got so angry. Like, Not so good. <laughs> Not so <laughs> Honestly, wasn't no fun. What? Wasn't no fun. been a fun day it has been a fun day unfortunately jeremy we don't have time for you to skewer dominic foxworth uh i'll do it this afternoon it's fine yeah or i'll do it tomorrow i'll do it eventually yeah it's a, oh, once it's a you have run afoul of me i will say it eventually i don't care if it doesn't even make sense anymore right we'll have that we'll have uh your uh betting picks for tonight's thursday night football game as well as uh another movie review a glorious movie review from the kid who's damaged as a child Coming you, want up. To, you want me to give it to you in one sound? Uh, here's my review of A Christmas Story. <laughs> yeah, we're going to fight about this one. ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. And hear it everywhere on the iHeartRadio app, The Sports Tank, with Jeremy Green this afternoon and every weekday afternoon, 3 to 5. This is The Sportsocracy. I'm Tank Spencer. He's Jeremy Green. Follow, yep. like, and share The Sportsocracy on all of the social medias. We'll be with you again tomorrow morning live at 9 a.m. right here in the Wicked Weed Studios, wickedweedbrewing.com. Drink different.